Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This 710 podcast is brought to you by Francis Coppola's Diamond Collection Wines. Coppola's Diamond Collection offers the perfect wines to celebrate both big and small occasions this summer. Claret Cabernet Sauvignon is the perfect pairing with juicy burgers. And Diamond Sparkling Prosecco goes great with friends at your next garden party. Enjoy your summer with Diamond Collection Wines. Francis Ford Coppola Winery, Sonoma, California. Please drink responsibly. There he is. It is a full house. Cappy is here. Shinano is here. Pepe is here. Michael Thompson is here. Cap, you promised yesterday on the show that at this exact time, yeah. at 3.55, you would tell Mason whether or not you're going to the USC game on Saturday. Will you be in attendance for USC's opener? Um, okay, John Ireland, you are 100% correct. And after much <laughs> deliberation, John, I want you to know something. Jesus. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh God. Thank you, Pepe. My feelings are long and rambling explanation. The Jeopardy music in Spanish. There you go. Spanish Jeopardy music for it. I said Jeopardy in Spanish. Jeopardy. 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 Right. Got to throw in the Yiddish. All right. Enough of you. Go. What do you got, Cappy? Do it. Johnny I. I have not only apologized profusely <laughs> oh, geez, here we go. to Mace, but, but John, you'll be proud of me. I said no to everybody else, too, that I was struggling with. Mm-hmm. The friend with the Fantasy Football League in no, Phoenix, out. I told him I can't go, and he told me, August 28th, 2024, you better be there. So I'm already booked for next year. Okay. As for the USC game this upcoming Saturday. Oh, my God. Can't you Mace? just say yes or no? <laughs> no, I already told you. filibuster Mace. like I Mr. Smith goes to Washington. I told Come him on, I dude. wouldn't you, go. You I, should I, have been on, like, the Republican dais yesterday. Oh, yeah, at the, exactly. Uh, at the, right. the arguing, arguing with Vivek. <laughs> yeah. Just talking just talking in circles. Yeah. Mace, do you, do you yes. violin music? For no violin guy? music. Yeah, None no, needed. No violin. Mace, I, I appreciate you. I apologize to you. I'd love to be able to make it up to you, and I hope that you have a great time this Saturday. And I'm curious, though. Mm-hmm. Now that I've returned these two tickets to you, yes, who are they going to? Okay. So here's the answer to that. You say you've returned the tickets. Mm-hmm. My Vivid Seats account does not show that I have those two tickets back, so I oh cannot my. transfer those tickets to anybody else. Mm-hmm. I think you've screwed something up. Go figure. <laughs> Go figure. Let's, Cappy let's figure, screwed let's, it up. Okay, let's try and figure. You ready? So I did not accept the tickets originally, mm-hmm. and then today you said send them back. So then what I did is I went in and I accepted them, and then I sent them back. Ooh, maybe somebody somebody has them, and you're going to be sitting next to somebody who just stole them in this process right. somewhere. So did you not get them back? No, I didn't even get them back. Cappy, did you really? Did you send them back to his email that he sent them from? Um. I actually sent him to his phone. I think they were texted back because it, it asked for his phone number. It didn't ask for his email. 
Yeah, nope, didn't get those guys. <laughs> oh, boy. Here we go. I have no. a feeling I'm just going to have to eat these tickets as well. No, I would never let you eat these tickets. Yeah, no, I'm going yeah, to Yeah, sure, you no, no, never no. let him eat No, it. I would never do that. Just, I, I'm responsible for them. Yeah. And I would pay you back for them. Oh, okay. Wait, now, what, what app did you use to send them and send them back? Vivid Seats. Yeah, mm, I've never sent through there. But. Yeah, I've always had really good luck sending from there. I'm actually looking Unless, through my phone right now because I, I did send them. Mm -hmm. and, and how did uh, you receive them, Cappy? Via email? Um, via text. Via, via text. text, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So and here's what it said. It said, uh, transfer invites sent. <laughs> you may cancel the transfer anytime before it's accepted. Once transferred, you'll no longer have the tickets. Transfer summary to Mace. Gives your phone number. Mm -hmm. Tells the seats. Tells the uh, tells the game. Mm -hmm. Both seats. So, okay. I, I mean, I did. it says transfer invite sent. Okay. We'll work it out. I, 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 I'm just, I, I'm irritated by the fact that not only did you say yes, you said, mm -hmm. and get me another ticket, too. <laughs> right. Now, that, that to me is like a f you're pot committed at that point when you say, get me two tickets. Right. So I'm irritated. I'm going to stay irritated yep. for a while no, uh, because you. it's unbelievably annoying. Wait, you sent them to me, Cappy. Hmm. Did you really? No, I'm just kidding. It wouldn't shock me. I'd be like, wait, what? I did? <laughs> it wouldn't shock me. <laughs> no, it really wouldn't. Mace, I know you're irritated. How does Michael I... transfer tickets to people all the yeah, time yeah, and you all can't? The time. I know, I'm good at it. And now. you can't. You're yeah. just a dum-dum is right. what you are. You're <laughs> a dum-dum yes. when it comes to technology. Mace, I, if, if you go to your text yeah. right now, yeah. I show you mm -hmm. that I have actually done what you would expect somebody to do with regards to transfer. I'll be very anxious to see if these tickets ever show up. I yeah, me too. I think hey, they're uh, gone in the so, ether. So, Donna, you need to clear something up for Ireland that says he's misleading oh, the public. Oh, yeah. It, it was in Ireland, obviously. He's reading yeah, a report. Yeah, he is. I tried to try straighten him out. He so said, no, it's, it's, it's a report from The Athletic that you read. <laughs> yep. In the story, it quotes a report from The Athletic. Yep. And it says that the Lakers would have seven days to match. And you were right, Michael. Thank you. That is no longer the case. Uh, I, I text Bobby Marks when I got here because I wanted to make sure we'd be right. So he says, if the Lakers received the offer sheet by noon, they would have until 11.59 p.m. of the next day to match. If they receive it after noon, it would be two days and up to 11.59 p.m. So you have one full day, like on the clock, um, or a day and a half, I guess, 36 hours, or potentially up to 48, depending on when it was received. Can somebody fill me in? And I'm sure there's other people that are just doing it. What are, you, what are we talking Reeves. about Reeves. We're talking uh, about yeah, Austin, Austin Reeves and the Spurs. Because now, the part about the contract, he says, was accurate. The stuff you read about the two different offers right. from the Spurs. The Athletic got that right. Where they where they got it wrong was... The, the seven-day waiting period. The, the Right. The window that the other team has to match so, to tie up the, the Spurs in this instance's cap space. If that's true, why yeah. wouldn't the Spurs make the answer? Why yeah. wouldn't the Spurs Especially, just screw the Lakers? Right. Exactly. Yeah, why wouldn't know. they just well, say, I, here's I, a poison pill, good mm, luck? Yeah. Well, maybe they just didn't... And by the way, he's better than any of the players yeah. the Spurs signed as free agents. That's right. Yes. Uh, maybe... I don't know. Maybe they just didn't feel like yeah. he'd be a good fit or whatever. Well, he's the I, perfect Spurs player. I, I agree, but you know, whatever. Yeah, but that's why I said didn't do that. But that he says that the the the, the window has changed. Yeah. Certainly that, that. So you were right on that, Mike. By the okay. way, we have said many wrong so things. So take on that, the show Athletic. Today. We've right. we've said many wrong things on the show today. Well, we did a whole, like every day. We did a whole segment you should do, that was completely You should do wrong. what they used to do on PTI. Remember that's how Tony Reale started. Oh, right. He was stat boy, and he'd get all their yeah, errors. like corrections yeah. and errors. We have one. We have one segment. I'd like it pulled from. 
the podcast, it's 100% wrong. Everything we said was wrong. You can uh, use me for that. It's Ireland's fault. Yeah, why not? Why is it Ireland's now, fault? Because he's the one that gave me the story to, to do, and then but just you blame left Tyler. Out, you left out the important You're part. You're right. It's not friggin' me. Yeah. <laughs> just blame well, Tyler. Hey, oh, hold on. Yeah, let, me, let me take a brief yeah, time Yeah, just out. blame me. For the third blame consecutive <laughs> day. Yeah. Right now in Williamsport, Uh-oh. the El Segundo, Segundo Little League team is taking the field. Oh, by the way, if they win today, they go to the U.S. Championship game on Saturday. Oh, we were and they on. would play Texas yeah. again, the team right, that beat them. Rematch. We were yeah. on yesterday during the controversy. Well, now, uh, I thought that kid was uh, out at home. No, he was. No, he touched he the base. No, no, no that, well, that's a different controversy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When they scored, remember there was a rundown between first and second. Oh, yeah, and yeah, they yeah, threw yeah. It home, yeah. And that kid slew in with his leg up, but it, it didn't matter because they, they, El Segundo's got this one kid. That number like, 19. Yeah, who's like six feet tall and 160 pounds. He's like Aaron Judge. Right, and he's 12 <laughs> years old. Louis Lappy. Yeah. And no one can get him out. Yeah. And so now they're playing Washington, another really good team. Yeah. And whoever wins that game plays Texas. You know what on I say Saturday. you do with Lewis Lappy? That's him right there, talking to Julie Fowdy right there. Oh, he looks like a grown up. Yeah. Put him on base. Like, looks yeah. like just Joey point to first yeah. base and go. Walk him. Walk yeah, that him. was the kid. Okay, wait a minute. When they played this Texas is a the very first time, in, though. Wait, this is a very interesting take that Mason has. Would it be wrong or in, in poor sportsmanship? To intentionally walk a kid in the Little League World Series. Yeah, that's what we used to do to Kevin Love in Little League. I was just going to say, when you and yeah. uh, Trace and Clay yep. and all them played with Kevin, right? Kevin was about 6'2", 220. Because no one has. They always <laughs> yeah, pitch no, to him. they always pitch to him. But, but if he's really tearing it up the way you're saying. Yeah, you could intentionally walk him. Oh, he's hitting like 700. Yeah. Oh, I think they said yeah. he has you, five home runs. This, every is, this is like man. By the way, man, every David time. Ortiz in Ye- the World Series. Yesterday, game tied 2-2, two, two, or two, uh, 3-3, three, three, yeah. runner on. And Lewis Lappy in the bottom of the fifth inning with the game on the line hits a two-run homer to win it. By the way, Mace, yeah. this yeah. is a real World Series, not like the one they play in this, this right. country. That's true, because they asked to Actually, have they to play the What are you talking about? Side. In this country, all the players are from other places. Yeah. Yeah. All, all, they try, all, all the best players in the world play here. Everybody yes. in the Korean League, the Japanese, they all come over here and play. That's why it's called a World Series. I'm yeah. about this. I'm talking about the So pits. when you were on the Lakers, did you win world championships? No, NBA championship. Popovich also says the same thing. But, oh, really? Doesn't say so, But the banners at Staples said at Crypto.com Arena say world champions. They should say NBA championship. No, no, you're wrong. I agree. NBA you're wrong. <laughs> you're wrong. <laughs> Who do we beat in the world? Where are you from? The world came here, Where Michael. are you from? I'm from the Bahamas. Where is Luca from? Uh, Slovenia. Where is Powell from? Spain. Okay. But How's they, it not a world champion? It is a world champion. The best players in the world. The best players in the world are here. here. We're not playing teams from around the world. Oh, no, but they have come. On. That's what the Olympics the, are for. This is the highest, right. highest level no, of basketball that exists. Go, the real yeah. world championships coming up the, uh, next week, the, this week in the Philippines. There it's, you go countries playing What about the world baseball classic compared yeah, to the world series? That's you like that one? That's world because there's teams from around the world. Yeah, that was fun. We should also and like have some of those, let people get rowdy like they do at the world baseball baseball classic yeah. at yes. games. Yes. We're yeah. too stiff here. Oh, yeah. We treat it like golf. Yeah, we do. do treat it like the Latinos treat it, man. Yeah. They have some flavor, some salsa in their games, Pepe. I like that. Pepe, you got uh, you got a Sunday Swagger <laughs> shirt on today, Pepe? No, I have um It looks like a Sunday Swagger shirt. I have shirt. a Tommy Bahama. Yeah. Oh, it's a Tommy it Bahama. looks good. Yeah. He looks and like, he's wow. got Kobe Lakers uh, headphones on. Yeah, and Pepe is styling. Wow, looks like a, a Sunday Swagger. He looks like a yeah. tourist getting yeah, ready to get almost, rolled in the Bahamas. I, uh, <laughs> I got, <laughs> I got, 
I got a Sunday swagger and I changed my mind. So, uh, by the way, is uh, Cappy, you've been working on this. Are, are we going to have Sunday swagger for the golf tournament? Oh, big time. We've got Sunday yeah, swagger it's, coming it's out. They're, they're the official outfitters of the whole oh, thing. Oh, yeah. Nice. Oh, it's going to be I honestly don't think I farted in two months. <laughs> Well, uh, Ramona totally pressed that on accident, not going to lie. Oh, yeah, so I was just going to say, what happened? It's funny, though. Yeah, 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 anytime you want to mention that Ramona hasn't farted in two months, it's okay with us. Yeah, yeah. no, it's it's perfectly fine. Now, do you, do you drink martinis, Cappy? Um, not traditionally, but on occasion I will have an espresso martini. Uh, no. EX, espresso. All right, so you and Sedona weigh in on this. Mason claims that he can make as good of a martini as any bartender. Okay, I believe and that. that if a bartender, if we're like like when next time we're in a like a an, on remote, like probably next Friday, you next Friday, can, yeah. both can make uh, your own. No, no, we need we're a gonna have a professional bartender make me a vodka martini, and mm-hmm. then Mace is gonna make me oh, a vodka okay. martini, and I maintain. I can tell which is which without even tasting them. Mace, just by what do you looking do? Just at the presentation. Yeah. Ma- what do you th- What do you think? Joel? Oh, I agree with you. No way. What, no, do, you, what do you think? Yeah. No, I think Mason should be able to make a martini that is comparable to a professional bartender's martini. See, here's the thing. Martinis are a charade. All you do is you swirl around a little vermouth, you put in some vodka, you yeah. shake it up, you put it in a glass, you stick an olive in it. Thank you very much. Right. How hard could it be? I yeah. mean, that, That's like saying, hey, I go to a bar, I get a vodka soda with a lime, but at home, my vodka soda lime just doesn't taste yeah, the same. It's different. It's different. Yeah, martini is different. Because what if you make a flavor martini? Well, we're not doing. We're doing straight up martini. And, and here, here's the other part. It's yeah. the it's how much of what you're putting in the glass, oh, at, the shaker, at the same time. So that's why I think John is right. What you do you mean? What, know, are they, what you, do you put in the shaker? You, you, you don't, a little well, vermouth, little vodka, well, but you don't know the ice. measurements of what you're putting in. That's, I'll have some you're, extra. You're flying by the seat of your pants. I may make two or three. Prove them wrong, Mace. There is another question. Can you make a mojito? As good as Sedano? Do you make good mojitos? I mean, I know how to make them. I love a good mojito. I just find muddling to be a pain in the ass. Oh, my God. Uh, Muddling is terrible, but I do love a good mojito. Yeah, I have a buddy who worked as a bartender for a number of years and says that was the drink he hated making the most because of the muddling. So much muddling. Yeah, Yeah. so much muddling. Maze, I I got confidence in you. and, And listen, it just doesn't seem that hard. No, you know. Well, I mean, it just doesn't seem like some exotic drink. You know, it's not like a... everybody's sleeping on the fact that I have a lot of experience with martinis. Uh-huh. Oh, why is okay, that? Yeah, tell us more. You know the proper, <laughs> you know the proper mix. Are you going to taste it before you give it to Ireland? Uh no. You're not going to have a taste no. test. No, Ireland is the taste test. Yeah, Ireland's I'm the going taste to first. The... I'm going to try and guess before I taste it, and then I'm going to guess again after I taste it. Right. Okay. And yeah. I and I. Mason maintains I will be confused as to which is which. You should take a sip easily. You should take a sip just to make sure you mixed it right, Mason. Okay, I'll take just a sip. Just a sip. Just Just a a sip. Yeah. We need a professional bartender. But you're not like some good. Like you have. I mean, at least when we had that wine tasting. You thought I couldn't figure out the three different wines. You didn't even. You thought Two Buck Chuck was the best one. I think Two Buck Chuck is delicious. Oh, <laughs> and and very affordable. Do you but, remember that Michael yeah, brought the three I, different I, bottles of I, wine? I, I thought guessed, the second one was the best. Right? One. Yeah, he, yeah, I picked all three out immediately. He did not get the John. You didn't get the high end. No, he did no, not. I got the. I picked the middle one right. as the best. So one. what is the, the best wine that you have t- tasted in your um, life? Let's see. Well, he did taste Camus that day. It's a 1947 <laughs> Riesling. No, I have oh, really <laughs> 47. That's a nice poll. Oh, that How was, about you, Mike? That was good. Wait, what color is Riesling? Which one? Forty-seven. It's a light yellow. Best wine. <laughs> it's a young you know, I drank Diamond and Key at your party, and yeah. it was great. Thank you. 1947 Chateau Margot. 
Oh, you drank Chateau that? Margot. Yes. I sent you a nice. picture of a of a of a bottle Camus makes now that's actually cheaper than regular yep. Camus. Yep. It's from all their different wineries, mm-hmm. and it's sixty bucks opposed to the eighty it's bucks for the good. regular bottle. Delicious. And uh, yeah, they make it. They take the grapes from all their other yeah. all their wineries across the state. Yep. I would like to. Uh, Michael, point out the fact that we did take a bottle of Diamond and Key with us Thank when you. we left your party. Yeah, Pepe stopped at a gas station to pick up his wine. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you gave me a bottle of Ripple. <laughs> <laughs> what are you, Sanford and Son? Oh, a you got exactly. to get a bottle of Shampipple. <laughs> yeah, right. That's right, Pepe. So, so Michael, Thunderbird. Michael, no. the over-under on the Lakers this year, I believe, is 46 and a half. Uh-huh. Mm, Where are you at? The West is going to be tough. Obviously, it all depends on good health. Yeah. LeBron and AD. Let's say they do play 65 games. They, they're both healthy. They can win 50. Okay. 50 games. What about the Warriors? Warriors they're are about, also about 46. Yeah, not a day of Chris Paul. If they stay healthy, they'll run 50-51. Uh, Who's better, Magic or Steph? That's the big topic oh, of discussion all week. I saw that. I saw when Steph said that, and you know, we all love Steph. We all re- respect Uh-oh. Steph. He's a, he's a game changer. Uh-oh. But listen, anytime. I don't care where you living on Mars, Venus, Saturn. I don't care where you live. When you put out, when you put out an All NBA All Time backcourt, only two guys can be on it. Only two. And after that, we discuss after that. Who are those two? Do I have to mention them? I'm just curious. Michael and Magic. That's right. it. Oscar Robertson doesn't get a sniff there. Not on the All Time First Team. No. Staff and who's Oscar. the front? Who's the front court? Front. Now there you go. Kareem. All right. Here's my front All Time front court. Kareem, LeBron. Tim Duncan. And since we not, since I can't put Will because he's already a center, I'll go with Duncan. That's yeah. my all time. So Bird is your second team. Second, can't put him over Braun. I'm just asking. Braun's better than well, Bird. I mean, in today's day, you can put Bird a power forward. To be honest with you. Well, no, we're just talking about just traditional where they played in their yeah, time. Yeah. yeah. So right. LeBron's got to be first team All NBA all time. Yeah. But the question was simple. It was about ma- magic. Yeah. And uh, Steph. Steph. Where, do you, where do you put him? You're Mr. Historian. Where no, do you put him? I, I think Magic is better than Steph. Then what's your problem? I mean, it's not my problem. You just tell. You, you just you repeat what I said. By the way, this will continue for another half yes. hour after we, we leave. Yeah. We only ask you a question. You and Cappy never give uh, the answer. A straight answer. To the yeah, point. Exactly. Never give a straight yeah, answer. Yeah, what are you going to give a straight answer, yeah, Michael? Yeah, Michael. <laughs> so the, yeah, Michael. I will. I will the, the first time Steve Mason asks a tough question. Whoa. Oh. We used to give you guys crap for your interviews, mm-hmm. and then you were on vacation, and John was asking some really good questions when you were That's on vacation. Who? Yeah, who do I don't. I'm it, was a, it was like last year. I'm I remember surprised we had, we had, we had that a guest. Bit. Yeah, yeah. I, no, we were doing that bit last year. Where remember Morales was saying you guys are bad at interviews. Yes. And then you were on vacation, and John, you guys had a guest, and John was great in that in that was interview. Uh, by sorry. the way, El, El, El Segundo, maybe, maybe right. problem. El Segundo double play out of the first inning, coming Excellent. up to bat, bottom wow. of the first. All where's, right. Where's Lampy? God, you're right. Like right, ahead, you're ahead of me, and I just saw the single that they had. Oh, you're that the far play. behind? There's, yeah, a double there's play. the double play. All right, so seconds. stay tuned. Uh, 15 seconds late, Cappy will walk you through <laughs> right. the El Segundo <laughs> yes. game at the Little League yeah. World Series. And we're going we're gonna to rip Cleveland for uh, what they did to the Dodgers. Oh, the yeah, Dodgers. Lindsay. All right. The stupid put the tarp out before it even starts raining <laughs> yeah. moves. Yeah, yeah. God, yeah come on, Linz. All right. Uh, thank you very much, Mike thank Thompson. You. Thank you very much, Pepe Mantia. Coming up next for you, lots of stupidity. With uh, Shadano and Cap both in the house today. See you tomorrow at 1 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple Jets is better. 
With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Is there no open? Yeah, yeah. Come on, Christine, bing, ba-da, bing. Oh. He was busy at Tequila Mandala bing, having your tequila, Cappy. Go ahead. Ba, ba, da, ba. Go, Cappy. Boom, ba, da, ba. Bing, ba, da, bing. Doom, da, da, boom. Yeah, I don't know what's the deal, man. Chris is Chris has gone on vacay, dude. Four seventeen here in the Southland. It's time for Sedano and Cap. George, we dropped him off last night from Angel Stadium. Me and Lindsay Baseball and Morales walked through the parking lot, dropped him off back at the crib, and uh, we bounced. And that was like, hey, we won't see you until after Labor Day. He's gone. He's done with us. Yeah. He's mm-hmm. had it with us. Well, I mean, you know, you found something in his tool shed that he didn't want you to mess with. So. Well, that screwed up the entire deal yesterday with the proposed scavenger hunt. Yeah. Is I started snooping around during the commercial breaks. Mm-hmm. Went into Well, because this... you're kind of a snooper. I, I acknowledge that. Uh, I'm not ashamed of it necessarily. I'm kind of one of these people that when I come over, like, George, the first time I went over to your house, I'm like, listen, if you don't mind, let me let me just go around by myself for a little bit and look at your stuff. Yeah. You know, and you were, like, in the kitchen, and I was, like, bouncing around the house, like, looking through your stuff, you yeah. know? And I mean, you see, I but the move you you do you did in that scenario was like, hey, I got to go to the restroom. Where's the restroom? Right. Tell me where it is. Oh, yeah. upstairs in the master bedroom? Cool. Yeah. I wanted to yeah. go check it out. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I found something in Morales' shed last night mm-hmm. that uh, once that once that showed up, he was like, dude, scavenger hunt done. Right. I don't need you looking through my stuff. Who knows what else we might have found. Yeah, that's fair, too. Yeah. yeah. Hey, you watching this uh, El Segundo game right now? Yeah, it's on. Okay, I think uh, our, mo- our boy Lappy here, is that how we're going to say his last name? I think that's how you say it. Yeah. Um, by the way, if my last name was Lappy, I know what everybody would call me. I mean, that's just a natural nickname. You know what I mean? They call me Slappy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Don't be calling me Slappy that rhymes with Cappy now, by the way. All yeah. right? Slappy Cappy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So our boy Lappy just hit one uh, little fielder's choice action, but he's on first, right? Correct. All right. Yeah. All right. Big game. Big it's game a, tonight. It's a huge game. Yeah. Because, you know, that game that El Segundo lost to Texas, George, was a 3-1 game. Right. The only run that was produced by was a solo shot yes. by our man Lappy. Right. Now they got another kid, Jackson Kalish, yeah. who's 6 feet, 170 pounds. Yeah, big kid too, yeah. Left-handed hitter. Big dude. All right. Listen, this will be fun. Love to see these guys make it all the way. Yeah, I am too. I mean, let's go South Bay. You know what I mean? Be a lot of fun. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Uh, Cappy, speaking of here we go. Yes, sir. Now, you were at the Angels game yesterday. Correct. 
when now did the news drop while you were there or did or, or this so, happened so like on the way to the early game yesterday which yeah. is the one that Otani was pitching in right that was our game plan go see Otani pitch right and you guys were late or whatever blah 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 and he got, and the, he was out after the second inning anyway. that's my point is right. that is that we didn't even get there in time yeah so I had been saying like literally through like 6:30 when we got off the air yesterday what what is the 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 word and at the time the word was uh, he, he got pulled for arm fatigue. So we went to the game last night, and, you know, here's the thing about, about Angels games, okay? Look, I know there's still a lot of passionate Angel fans out there, and I also realize that you guys are, like, hurting because it's been so long since your team's been any good, and you're supposed to have the two best players on the planet. One of them can't stay healthy, mm-hmm. and, and one of them, who knows if he's going to stick around. We'll get to that. But, right, right. George, I swear to you, and Lindsay, tell me if you can figure it out. I've been trying to like, I've been trying to figure out how to verbalize it. Being at the Angels games, it's just a very, very strange environment to be in. Like, if you go to a Dodger game, there's food choices from interesting places from around town. Angel Stadium is still kind of like an old school stadium. Yeah. That that just has like hot dogs. Right. The traditional stuff. Beer. You know. They're, they're, they don't have, like, every fast food joint that you might expect in a new modernized stadium. Right. The other part of it is because Angel Stadium was a previously multi-use stadium right. where the, the Rams used to play football, it is a bigger stadium than a pure what you might call ballpark. Right. So it's very big and wide and and empty and clean and sanitary. It, I don't know, Lindsay Baseball, you tell me. Like, for me, I'm trying to figure I'm trying to put my finger on – it's a very strange environment when you go to an Angels game. I was legit going to say sanitary is a good – It's a, it, it totally lacks a vibe. It's just kind of there. The fans it, aren't, like, super into it. And like you said, it's a huge stadium, so it's almost kind of hollow because of that. It's kind of like old school, like your team sucked in, like, the mid-'80s It's kind of antiseptic. Well, yes. Yeah, and, and listen, where we were out in this Coors Light um, event center, out in center field, it's it's right by the rock formation that people see on Sports Center around yeah. the country. Yeah. And it's kind of got, like, a Disney feel to it. Well, because it used to be a Disney thing. Yeah, and, and so it, it kind of looks good. But it, there's a strange vibe. The guys last night from the Circle of Trust, George, that we were all hanging out with, like David 100 yeah. and Crypto Ray and Casper Villa, you know, and all these guys that were out last night, they were like, dude, this is the quietest ball game I've ever been to in my life. I don't know if it's us because we're no, out in center it, look, field. or the if, place, if maybe- the place is, is antiseptic. It's like, like uh, nondescript, right, is kind of a good way to describe it, too. And I feel bad about saying all this because, like, as as the Angels organization, and you know, we obviously have some business with the Angels. I don't mean to rip them. It's just that, like, I walked around the ballpark last night. If you don't know the Angels, if you've never been to an Angels game, you're like, wow, they've got a lot of history. There's a lot of names that have yeah. been part of this organization. Right. Oh, wow, they won a World Series, uh, you know, 20 years ago. Right. I mean, they do a nice enough job of trying to show you this is the Angels and its history. Right. But it is there is something weird. And and here's the other thing, George. I feel like nobody's watching the game. Unless Otani comes to bat, right? Because when Otani comes to bat, they start flashing the lights, and the crowd starts to cheer, and everybody stops talking, and everybody takes out their video camera because everybody wants to have number forty-five on videotape. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. There is something strange. Maybe that's why they wanted to move to a new ballpark. They're like, "Hey, this ballpark sucks." Right? Maybe they. Well, there was talk about Long Beach for a minute. Right. I remember that's that. Right. Yeah. Um, and then that fell apart. So. Now, I think some of that was, I don't remember the exact thing, but I think some of that was more um, 
was more Anaheim not letting them out, if I recall there, correctly. Well, there, there's something and I, I, I haven't been interested enough to really do the homework. I'm going to be honest about it. But there was something weird that happened between the city and the organization and like some kind of backdoor dealings. And now I think the former mayor of Anaheim is now, I, I want to say, I do better do a better job of, of research. Yeah, there's but there's the, something shady going on. But there's there. Some, there was something shady. So it and, looks like it, the Angels have a lease there until 2029 mm-hmm. at their stadium currently. But isn't there some story? I, I could Google it. I will real quick. Something about the former mayor of Anaheim. Yeah, there was like a corruption scandal involving the the signing of the lease and and keeping them there. And uh, you're right, Kev. Yes. Yeah, I just wish I knew the details because, like I said, I I don't. It, it's not something that I really follow. Right. And Long but Beach it, was ready for them. Like they were legitimately like, "Yo, come come down to Long Beach or up to Long Beach." Uh, let's see here. This is um, from the Orange County Register. And uh, this is a headline, former Anaheim mayor agrees to plea deal for federal corruption charges. I hope I'm uh, reading the right stuff here. I'm just, there's I hope so, too, over, at this right, point. There's yeah. ads all over the screen. Yeah, and, now that you've already uh, implied there was some sort of uh, corruption. Well, I, I mean, all I did was read a headline. I mean, the headline yeah. is the headline. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just got to make sure it's just make sure that you attribute it to uh, whatever. Uh, well, it's yeah, it's the Orange reading. County Register here, August sixteenth, twenty twenty three. Guys, with the ads, please, can you please stop with the ads, people? Yeah, I don't think if you tell them they can, if you if you want them to stop, like in the immediacy of it, I don't think that that actually is going to work. No, you don't think so. Yeah, you probably just have to close them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, former Anaheim Mayor Harry Sadu has agreed to a. Oh, good God! The ads come up again. I don't want three dollars for a year. I don't want to save ninety nine percent today. The offer ends soon, and I can't cancel any time, but I don't want that right now. I'm trying to read a headline here, Jack. So basically, Cap, the gist of it is the former mayor of the Southern California city of An- Anaheim, this is you know, paraphrasing here, mm-hmm. basically he p- is pleading guilty to corruption in the sense that he was helping negotiate a deal that would help the team buy the stadium under more favorable terms. Mm-hmm. All right. I knew there was something like that. But it's just, I'm telling you, George. Like, Man, I, I would up. have loved for them to go on to Long Beach, to be oh, honest with you. It yeah, would have been great. great. Then yeah. they could yeah. legitimately call themselves the L.A. Angels. Right. You know, but but it, it, the Otani story, though, I think to your, your question, though, is, is like, I think everybody there last night was like, okay, so he got yanked in the first game because of his, his right. tired arm, but yeah. he's still hitting. Right, right. And then, of course, we all know what the story is today, which is going to. Well, because sure you could hit with an injured UCL. I mean, Bryce Harper's done it all season. Um, He did. Well. He did last year before he got the surgery. Yeah. He but got he the also, surgery. And he also hit this year, dealing with elbow issues. But he's not the power hitter he had been. Well, right, for now. Right. So so for in the case of Bryce Harper, I actually had to go look this up earlier today. Uh, doyourresearch.com. And Bryce Harper has 12 home runs right. this year. So, so if I were to tell you Bryce Harper has 12 home runs, you'd probably be like, what, has he missed half the season? Because Bryce Harper is like a 35 home run guy. Right. At this time of the year, yeah. you would think. Yeah. So I, uh, I mean, know. he has missed. A, he did. Yeah. He did miss a big chunk of the season. He didn't though. start. Yeah. I don't think until June because it was when he was right. here against yeah. the Dodgers. I mean, so he, how many he's games? He's only games? played like ninety games. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You guys are right. I, I do remember that that it was it was against the Dodgers. Okay. Yeah. So, so look. I mean, the point is, is that it take it took him a long time to get back, right? And he's not quite as productive. Certainly, he's played fewer games. I would be very worried now if I'm Otani's agents. Because, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I agree with that. Yes. Because for all the money we all assumed he was going to make, I don't care if you're the Dodgers, Yankees, Giants, Mariners, I don't care who you are. 
you may not be getting the pitcher. You may only be getting the hitter. Okay, so coming up next, let's talk about the impact of that, okay? And also, what is the likelihood that he stays or goes now because of this injury? We'll get into all that on the other side. But first, Cappy, I know you got something to read here before we go to break. I do have something to read. I'm proud to read it, and I'll have you know. It just is liner number six here, so I don't know what that is. Oh, I know what it is. (laughs) Hey, I want to say to everybody who's listening right now, you want to come to the USC game this Saturday at the Coliseum? I know I'd sure love to be there. You hear that, George? I'd love to be there. Right, but you're not. Right. You could have. I could have gone, but some things have happened, and I can't go. But you can go, because all day today on Sedano and Cap, we're giving you a chance to win a four-pack of tickets. The Trojan... Ticket Thursday is happening right now on 710 ESPN. You can get your tickets now for Saturday's game at usctrojans.com slash tickets. That's usctrojans.com slash tickets. And we're giving them away, so stay tuned, everybody. So Thursday, every Thursday we're giving away tickets? That certainly sounds that way. On Trojan Ticket Thursday? That's right. There's Taco Tuesday, there's Trojan Ticket Thursday. I love it. Same. Go to break. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, yeah. a genie in a bottle, Cappy. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Hey, George. Um, yeah. my daughter, who's sixteen, Julia. She's the, uh, yeah, she's the spirit commissioner for her high school. Right. So tonight is like the first home high school football game. Okay. And she asked me if she on could a Thursday borrow, huh? on a Thursday night. How about that? Yeah. A little Thursday night football. Yeah. She asked me if she could borrow the Sedano and Cap Love Boat megaphone. Yeah. To take to the game tonight. Okay. Because she's the spirit commissioner. Correct. You know? Yeah. And my natural inclination is to say, of course she can take the Sedano yeah. and Cap right. megaphone. Yeah. But then what happens if she loses it or breaks it? Then you just buy a new one? Oh. Oh, yeah. It's replaceable, isn't it? It is. I know. This one has sentimental value, though. <laughs> because this was given to me as a gift from Casper Villa. You feel me? I understand. Uh, but I'm sure he would understand if you gave it to your daughter and she somehow lost it. I mean, it just, he'd be okay. He seems like a, a, a gentle soul. What if I tell her she can have it, but at some point she has to, in the middle of the game broadcast. Just yell love boat? Correct. Yeah. Right. Um, like I, don't think, I don't think 16-year-old kids would know what that even means. You don't think the whole student section would go, love boat? Uh, no, because they don't know what love boat is. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right, I'll, give it, I'll let her use it. Yeah. That'd be nice. Yeah, I think so, too. You could hold her her Lomi hostage if you want. Uh, Lomi is uh, is getting worked over right now because, you know, we're, we're building this garden in the back, all yeah. compliments of our composting. Right. You know? Yeah. And, uh, George, one last note here. Um, my daughter, Jaden, who was in studio last week. I saw that town, while I was gone, yeah. 
She said she liked L.A. Cap better than San Diego Cap. Yeah, she didn't know who L.A. Cap was. She was like, who are they calling Cappy, Dad? Who's that? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) In the meantime, uh, she loves Lil Cappy the puppet so much that Tommy Tommy had her uh, a a big Cappy t-shirt made for her with her name on it. Oh, okay. Because I busted out my big Cappy t-shirt last week while you weren't in town. Oh, yeah. It was really funny revealing to her like what Lil Cappy was because we're like, so have you ever heard of Lil Cappy? And she's like, no, what is that? And so then when we showed her and we showed her like the picture with Tommy Tommy and mm-hmm. the videos, she was mildly horrified. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could totally understand that. It was hilarious. Mild, mildly horrified, huh? <laughs> well, she's getting a big Cappy t-shirt to rock around the Tulane campus. There I'll you go. You right now. I mean, Tulane, I believe, ranked number 25. Uh, yeah, I guess when you uh, when you have the kind of year they had last year and you come up with a big win over USC in the Cotton Bowl yeah. and you got your quarterback coming back, people are like, yeah, sure, why not? Let's Top go. 25. Yeah. USC, Georgia. by the way, number, no, number 24, actually, too late. Um, USC, number six in the polls. Yeah. Um, I'm, by the way, keeping my eyes on this. Top of the second now. Yeah. El Segundo up one nothing. Yeah. It's I know in I'm commercial 15, now, though. Was, okay, I'm yeah. 15 seconds behind. There were runners on first and second with two out. Yeah. Oh. Oh, routine play to second base. Yeah, I was just going to say, it's a Wendy's commercial now. Nice. Oh, dude, speaking of Wendy's, I was so on the verge last night. Do you like Wendy's? I I love Wendy's. So as a kid growing up, Mm -hmm. I I was strictly a McDonald's kid growing up. But then, somewhere along the line as an adult, I got into Wendy's. Wendy's is amazing. Like, And I wouldn't say adult. I would say like Mm adult-ish, right? Like adolescence. Yeah. um, Like high school, maybe, like into like college. I start because Wendy's, for whatever reason, was just foreign to me, right? Even though I'm not even joking, there was a Wendy's 10 blocks from my house when I grew up. I never went there as a kid. Dude, my Wendy's, in, I'm going to tell you right now, it's going to make me sound old. Okay, I get it. But in the late 70s, my dad owned a gas station, a Texaco gas station. Yeah. And next door, there was a Wendy's. Right. So I would go there every day to pick up lunch for everybody. And get a Frosty? There was a smell. Yes, there was a smell inside a Wendy's. Oh, it was good. Plus, the tables all looked like old school newspapers. Yeah. And I'm telling you right now, I haven't been to Wendy's in a couple of years, but the last time I was there, a regular Wendy's double cheeseburger with lettuce, tomato, onion, pickle, mayo, ketchup, and mustard. Yeah. Bomb. Yeah. And don't forget the bacon cheeseburger. A junior bacon cheeseburger. Yeah, that was Wendy's. the one. Yeah. Like 99 cents. Insane. Yeah. 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 I always liked their chicken sandwiches. When I was uh, an adolescent, I was a big fan of their chicken sandwiches. I had to fight last night, George. To you had drive. to fight, like literally. Well, not again. No hands were thrown. Oh, but I had to fight my mind when we dropped off Morales at his crib because you wanted to go to In and Out because it was I like wanted, by there. I wanted to go to In and Out. Yeah. Or Chick Fil A. Right. Or Wendy's. Yeah. And I drove directly home, got into bed. Yeah. And said, "That's a victory." Right. That's that is helping me. Not look at myself and go, you're so fat and disgusting. Yeah. At least I can look at myself and say, you didn't have a burger late at night. Yeah. I gained like five pounds on vacation. Really? Yeah. I gain weight really fast and lose weight really fast. Like, I already mm-hmm. lost a pound in two days. Really? Yeah. I know. There were some people that were yesterday looking at you on YouTube and they were commenting that you looked like you'd, you know, been on vacation. Yeah. I well, didn't shaved, you know? Yeah. I don't know, man. I can't really see it. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so let's go El Segundo. Come on, man. I want to. I want to see a run here. I want to see another shot at Texas. Yeah. Oh wow. There's a hit right there. Shortstop could be an error. I don't know. I guess we'll see how the scorekeeper decides to judge it. But nonetheless, we'll keep you up to date on what's going on with our friends in El Segundo. Um, to Kim Kirkchen is on the call. I didn't know that. 
Hello, yeah, who's the, who's the, oh, there, okay, uh, Jerry Davis, the Little League senior umpire consultant. They've got him in the booth right now. Yeah, well, I there's like a, that. There's a guy i got to hear from. All right, so uh, El Segundo's got uh, runner on here in the bottom of the second. No outs, and uh, we'll keep you up to date. So, in the meantime, Cappy, we're talking yes. about Otani. Yes, that's right. So, what is his future now in regards to the situation with the injury. Mm-hmm. So Buster Olney was all over ESPN today. Mm-hmm. And there's two different cuts. So let's start with the one on how the injury impacts free agency for Otani. Let's hear that. Greeny, it changes the context completely. Uh, because of that two-way nature, you and I were talking in the spring. Will the contract he's going to get start with the number five, 500 million, maybe even six, $600 million? Well, that goes away now because teams just have no idea what his future is as a pitcher. Is he going to come back as a reliever? Is he going to be a starter? Is he not going to pitch at all? Uh, And so the speculation I'm hearing this morning from agents is that his forthcoming contract will essentially have to be two-tiered. You pay him as a a hitter, say $350 million, and then you do a pitching side of the contract based on incentives, appearances, starts, that sort of thing, because nobody knows if, in fact, he winds up having to need a second Tommy John surgery, what he's going to be able to provide as a pitcher. The numbers are going to come down dramatically from what you and I were talking about in the spring. I actually think that that's not a terrible idea. If you're his agent, you should be like, all right, $300 million to be the hitter, right? And then let's do an incentive-based pitching contract with a, a hundred million base let's call it or whatever or 150 million base and then there's incentives like I, I would at least pitch that if I were his agent if I'm the angels I'm kind of thinking that my chances of keeping him may have gone up I'm not positive because on on one hand Otani could look at the angels and think you know what um I was pitching for a team that wasn't going anywhere and that's just additional wear and tear on my arm. And they don't really care about me beyond this year. And that's the nature of pro sports. Like, hey, we're paying you. We need you. Get out there and pitch. And But if he, but if, if Otani blames them, like, I shouldn't have been out there. My arm was yeah, tired. We don't know that. Yeah. We don't know that. You know who's really to blame for the whole Otani thing, by the way? Who? Uh, Laura, you may or may not agree with this, but, I mean, I think it's pretty obvious. Who to blame for Otani's injury? No? Nobody? Go! Who? It's Drake. What? Oh, yeah, dude. Oh, you're right, because he did wear the Otani jersey, and everyone was saying a couple weeks ago when the Angels fell off, yeah, yeah, yeah. that he was was victim of the Drake curse. It tracks. Who the F is ya? In the meantime, since Drake was seen wearing the Otani jersey, on August 3rd, Otani left the game uh, with a hand cramp. On, Oct- on August 13th, he started to experience arm fatigue and missed the start. On, Oct- on August 23rd, he left the start early. That was yesterday. By the way, El Segundo scored. We missed that somehow. Nice. Yeah, yeah it was one nothing. yeah. yeah. Um, on yesterday, then diagnosed with the torn UCLA, won't pitch again this season. Uh, all of this has happened since Drake was seen wearing Otani's jersey. I never really bought too much into the Drake curse. But it's just there. There are just too many data points to say that this isn't real. It is a real thing, George. Yeah. I mean, what do you I, think, though? You, you think Otani? You you think that the Angels have a better chance of signing him now because 
he's there. Well, he's, it, it's he, funny you bring that up. So Buster Olney, who we played a moment ago on with Mike Greenberg today on Get Up, mm-hmm. he's far more informed than all of us. Now, granted, I, I, he's making an educated guess. He's uh, it's still not. You know, he doesn't know what Otani's thinking, but here's his educated guess. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be the Angels because he has more value of the Angels than any other team. He knows the organization. He knows that they'll defer to him. Uh, and if you're an interested team in Otani, we heard during the winter that the Dodgers were loading up and getting ready to pursue him in free agency. He becomes a much more difficult equation because you just don't know what kind of production he's going to give you on that side of the ball. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're the Mets and you're restructuring your team going forward, how much are you going to be willing to throw at a player who may be able to pitch a lot, may be able to pitch very little? They just don't know. I think this pushes him back to the Angels, Greeny. Let me ask you this question. If I told you that Otani will never pitch again, just hypothetical, yeah. you still want the Dodgers to go get him? Yes. I mean, wasn't the allure, though, that he could do both? Sure, but he's still in, still arguably the best hitter in the sport. No question about it. Yeah. Because when you look at the stats, um, on the pitching side, he's you know one of the top pitchers in every category. He's like top 10 in almost every category. Uh, I think he's 11th in total strikeouts. But in hitting... He's top 10 and really top 5, and Otani's first in home runs. Um, he's first in OPS, and he's actually first in triples, which is kind of a strange thing. Right. He's seventh yeah. in batting average, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Um, do you think that like baseball as a whole was like, oh, this is actually not a terrible thing because instead of a $500 million or a $600 million contract, now it's really like go look at what Aaron Judge got and that's Otani. And and that may be why, George, maybe why the Angels might have an advantage over everybody. I'm just saying might. I think it gives them an advantage because I feel like, well, they, they have more leverage now to keep him. But, I mean, to your point, I don't think that anyone's still going to look at him as just Aaron Judge. I think that you still have, even if it's not until halfway through next year, you still have him as a pitcher. But, but, wait a second, though. You say that. But let me give you an example. Like, if you're the Dodgers and you really wanted to get Otani because you wanted him as a pitcher and a hitter, but now he's, quote-unquote, only a hitter, right? Are you going to count on him as a pitcher if if he needs to have his second Tommy John surgery? Because here, here's, an, here's an example. Like, you're the Dodgers. Hey, Dustin May, okay, uh, had a surgery, came back, was good, had another surgery, came back, got hurt again, we can't use him. So I just wonder if... Is somebody going to pay him banking on the fact that he will be a pitcher? I like what Buster Olney said, which is, you know, hey, here's your money as a hitter, and if you come back and you become a pitcher, here's incentives. That's very reasonable. No doubt. I I, I don't think that's unreasonable. I just wonder if if, if Otani has not just yesterday, yesterday, being pulled out of this game, did he lose – how much money did he lose yesterday? Oh, two or three hundred million. The Angels are the worst. For I, I feel like it's all their fault, and I, I just well, I'm why mad, do you I'm think it's their them. fault? I'm curious, right? Because I think they should have shut them down once they realized that they weren't going to the playoffs. Why? Because they you'd do them a solid. No, but why? I don't know. Because especially if you want to keep them, if you're trying to negotiate to keep them, like oh look, we're going to well, do this he, for you. Here's the thing: we don't know with him. All right, so Cappy, yes, sir. You asked an interesting question about Otani, which is. Do you think he blames the Angels? Now, Lindsay thinks it's the Angels' fault. Now, because 
now may, I don't know if he's been asked that question, but I think because he doesn't speak fluent English mm-hmm. and you know deals with an interpreter, I would imagine there are barriers to have these specific types of conversations with him. Plus, unlike a lot of star athletes who eventually do like one-on-ones, right, with a particular reporter, I at least I don't recall one, right? Do you? Uh, a reporter kind of getting... Like just being close with him, right? Oh. And having like the ability to sit down with him or whatever. You know, like where uh, every star athlete has... Like report- McMiniman. Has, right, Le- McMiniman LeBron. sat down with LeBron. Right, exactly. Yeah. Um, I don't know who that person is. I don't think that person exists with Otani. Like I don't think there's someone that's close to him. That's So because he's guarded and there's the language barrier... Mm-hmm. I believe that there's less information on him than we do get from most players in sports period, but particularly in this sport, where guys are available all the time. Like you can you've been to a baseball club as you walk in there and you talk to guys, it's usually fairly easy. Yeah, as a matter of fact, um, to this whole point you're making, earlier this week when you were out, we went back and there was um some Otani uh commentary from the All Star game earlier mm-hmm. this year, right. George. And um, what Laura did is she played Otani's comments. And then I was explaining to everybody that when you're someone like myself and you've been around the game as long as I've been around, you pick up on other languages. You know, so a little bit of Spanish, a little bit of Japanese, a little bit of Korean. You know, you just pick up on little pieces here and there, you know. And so we were listening to what Otani had said at the All-Star game. And then I was able to just barely pick up enough to interpret what was said. And... um. Laura, I don't know if you still have that. If not, I'll just I tell you the it. English. I, I don't. It. I don't. Do you want to play it? Yes, I'll play it for you. Here. Okay, here, listen. to Now, did you get any of that, George? I did not. No. Um, if I played it for you again, would would it no? Help? It wouldn't help. Okay, so here's what here, here's again for someone like myself. When you're around the game, like I've been, you pick up little things. And what I heard Otani say there was, you know, his feelings get stronger year by year because it sucks to lose, and he wants to win. So year by year, these emotions become stronger for Otani. That's what he said. George. Did you make that up or did you like get someone to interpret that for you? No, no. I like I said, when you're around the game, someone like myself has he, been. He for went so, long. so far as to call himself an MLB insider. Okay. He, he definitely did. All right. Well, anyway. Well, here's the point. Yeah. Um, I just want you to understand mm-hmm. that that is what he said. Because ultimately, what I did do is I went and cross referenced with his interpreter, just oh. so you know. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. So the interpreter did confirm that. Yes. So. Again, ultimately, then, does he blame the Angels? Someone should ask the question if they if he has, becomes available. Hey, um, so you get hurt. Uh, do you believe the team had something to do with this? Should they have shut you down? Like, I, I think those are obvious questions that need to be asked, you know? I, I have a very hard time blaming the Angels. I really do. Well, I, I mean, do too, but I'd like to know what he thinks first. Yeah, but but think about because it like that this. will give us some inclination as to where he stands. Don't you but, think that he he probably? I'm guessing he probably didn't want to pitch 
as of I don't know, like two weeks ago when they completely like fell off the map. Don't you think if he if they asked him what he wanted to do, not saying they did, but I'm saying if anyone truly asked him, do you want to continue? No, I, pitching? I don't know. I don't know because some guys are like, no, I want to keep playing. Of like, course, you yeah. see, Lindsay. What do you? But, but when you're back. on the brink of like this like historic contract, do you really think that he would still want to keep pitching? No, there yes. are some guys that will. Yes. That will that will play. I, yes, I, I yeah. Yeah, yeah I don't think I don't think every I, look. I'm not saying that what you're saying is crazy. Um, I think there are uh, many people that would that would take that route, right? But yeah. not all, not everyone would take that. No, route. but 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 I mean, an example would be, you know, let's say for example, you're a you're on a football team, an NFL football team, and you're a star quarterback, and it's week 17 or week 18, and um, your team's not going to the playoffs. You already know you're not going to the playoffs. Sometimes a team may say, "Hey, we're going to start this young backup. There's no reason to take a chance of getting hurt." But other times, there are veteran guys that go, "No." There's still a game. There's still a scoreboard. I'm still paid. I still want to play with my guys. My gut would tell me, baseball, that I think if they asked Otani, did he want to pitch, I think he would say, yeah, I want to pitch. That's what I do. Yeah, I don't know that. With that I just would like for someone to ask him that question. Well, you know you're not going to get any answers from the Angels because this reminds me, what was it, like a month or two ago when the Angels, I guess they like revoked some someone's credentials because they didn't like the question they were asking. Did they really? Yeah, something like that happened where they, they someone got, one of the reporters like got yelled at or scolded and they were going to, they threatened to take his credentials oh, away because right. they didn't like the line of questioning. I think there was, I, I'd have to go back and check, but I feel like there was a writer who was kind of part of like their pregame roundtable yes, broadcast. Yes. And they took him off of that. And they yanked him because of something that he had written or something, as I recall. As I best recall. They And they also, they at the time, they put out some type of like announcement or press release or whatever that they were going to ask reporters to... They wanted to, to preview the questions, and they wanted to what? screen the questions Get before their here. press conferences. Yes. That I had not heard. Yes. Oh, no. We talked about it on this show. I know, I'll find you know it. Oh, here we go. I forget. Yeah. Here we go. I found it. I forget. Yeah. What do you got, George? Uh, yeah, we did talk about this briefly, I want to say. Angels beat reporter banned from team-owned radio program for negativity against the team. There you go. Yeah. It was um, Sam Blum of The Athletic. Right. There you go. Who's covered them for a long time. Yeah, and I just I read Sam's piece this morning in the Athletic because he's he's there he's on the spot, so yeah they took him off some broadcast or whatever, you know essentially muzzling his his freedom to analyze and criticize, you know you can do it just not against not against our team. Well, you know, he's not allowed on their on their radio station. Right. Well, he said in that article he said that they wanted to screen the questions and he said no I would not allow that either yeah. Yeah. No chance. Yeah. yeah they said that they deemed his line of questioning too negative and so then they wanted to pre-screen pre-screen all of the on questions his appearances on their station mm-hmm. yes and then they oh, he, they, okay. they said he wanted to do that they wanted to do that well, moving forward. I mean it's their, it's their station they can do whatever the hell they want right. but you, but you, I you. could right I would ref, I would also have refused to well then I'm not going to be on here right thanks the, but no thanks yeah. you guys pay me for that or what yeah. yeah how much it's not worth it thanks anyway yeah but well, of course um, you would ask how much first though well of course yeah. of course because I mean if it's the right price I'll sell out yes you we know, know no this. problem yeah. no problem at all uh but yeah I, I mean I just wish someone would ask the question like hey what do you think well by the I, way again, there are crows in your yard you know, George, you know that I got the birds going here. Yeah. You know, I like to broadcast from a, an aviary. Yeah, I hear it. You know, you can hear it in the background. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, look, I disagree with the premise that the angels are to blame. Yeah, by the way, I also go into a 2 nothing. Top of the third. 
Yeah, now going into the bottom of the third because it just struck someone out. Come on, man. Yeah. This 15-second delay has got to stop. Yeah. It really does. Yeah. It's got to end. So, they, uh, yeah, they're in the middle of the third. Okay. Again, I'm just going back to this last thought is, is this. Otani is a pitcher. Um, and I, he- I would do the incentive thing. I would, if I were the Dodgers, okay, this is the, just because we got to break here in a second. If I were the Dodgers, if I'm Andrew Friedman, who, as you know, I believe is one of the smartest people in sports. Oh, I wow. Would, He's been relinquished to one of the, not the smartest. I would say, mm. hey, Otani's agent. I, you, actually, you know what? Pick up the phone real quick. Ready? Ring, 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 ring. Yellow. Hey, Otani's agent. Yeah, that's me. It's Andrew Friedman. How are you? Hey, on the roosh. What's cooking, baby? What's crack a lacking? <laughs> I'm good. Hey, so on Otani. Yeah. Um, how about we offer four hundred million? Yeah. Okay. All right. Over ten. Uh huh. And we'll throw in a bunch of incentives that can get him to like five fifty. If we uh, if he hits those incentives from a pitching perspective, okay. What are those incentives looking like? Well, you know, we could discuss those further. But what do you like about? Do you are you interested in having a conversation at those numbers? I'm I'm interested in having a conversation about the first part, the second part. Let me tell you something about my client, George. Oh, Andrew, excuse me. Yeah, Andrew. Let me tell you something about my client. This guy's coming back to pitch, and he's going to be bionic. He's going to be better than ever. This guy's going to come back and, and and have multiple no hitters for you. So I want him paid as the pitcher that he was before he got hurt and as the hitter he was. I want, I want the money pre-injury, not post-injury.